Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, the Congressional Black Caucus, you know, the caucus is supposed to be for black America as opposed to be defending, you know, black people all over the country, all our representatives that we have in the house, in the Senate, they supposed to be delivering what's happening on the ground and going to Congress and fighting and advocating for black people. And what we have seen from the Congressional Black Caucus so many times, they are fighting for everything else except black people. When they're mostly talking about immigration, they're not talking about even black immigrants. They're talking about most immigrants that come across from Latin America because that's the people that's coming over the most. Yes, other groups of people are coming. Yes, Africans and Caribbeans are coming. Yes, you got Asians coming. They just recently had about, they said 10,000, I think, uh, uh, if they were just Chinese or just a mixture of men just come across uh, the border, and that's not really being talked about because, you know, a lot of times what's talked about is the people from Latin America. You got Arabs coming over, right? You got so many different people just coming through into the United States of America. It is a major problem to the point that they need to amend the asylum laws because you leaving away from your country, going to Mexico and then going through Mexico to the Southern border. No, you need to go to a U.S. embassy and try to make application for a asylum. And if you grant asylum, then they need to just fly you to the U S and you go from there. That would eliminate all of that mess. Like you come to our border, it's not going to work unless you're a neighboring country like Canada or Mexico. If not those two countries then you can't come that way, that would be the common sense way of doing this. But the congressional black caucus sent Joe Biden a letter on Monday and they were demanding that he address biased immigration policies that disproportionately impact African and Caribbean migrants. Now, some of you are going to get mad about that letter. I already know how some of you are going to respond but this is a bigger problem than just with the congressional black caucus sent with this letter. You have to understand the Biden administration has had a free for all at the Southern border. When he got in office, he just say, Hey, come on. And everyone from Latin America and all these other countries have came through. But you do remember when the Haitians tried to come and the Haitians staged at the border of Texas, they did not want the Haitians to come in the Haitians that few of them that got in Biden had planes waiting on them to drop them off in Port-au-Prince. They said, we don't have nothing over here. Why are you dropping us back over here? Everybody else could come over and say, Oh, I fear for my life. Oh, there's gangs, Oh, the government and Haitians actually got more of a reason to come over here. Cause remember their president was assassinated. And the country has been in chaos ever since. So Haitians actually got more of a legitimate reason to come over here, right? These people that's coming from Latin America, what are they saying? Well, you know, they got some gangs and they don't have, you know, I need to work and, and all of that, right? They don't have basically a failed state. And we know what happened to the Haitian president. We know it was the Western powers that did that. We all know that. Because that brother, during the time of the uh, uh, virus, refused to take their medicine. And we did a report on that at the time where in the uh, America and through the Western world, they was just, people were just passing away like it was crazy. 
at the time when I made the report, they only had 26 people who passed away of the virus at that time period. You remember uh, the Tanzanian president at the time too, uh, president John McAfee. He didn't want the medication as well either. And he denied it. And something mysteriously happened to him too. So we were noticing a pattern here was happening to these leaders. A lot of them black, well, actually all of them black that was taking a, a particular stand and then something happens to them. So it's the same thing that happened with, uh, the president of Haiti. So Haitians tried to come over here because, Hey, they want to work too. Like everybody else, right? Haitians want to work. Haitians want a, a, a safe space to, to be at, right? Just like everybody else that come over here. But Joe Biden, and we told y'all Biden high years, that tiger never changed his stripes. Biden has always had anti-black racism. What did he say? He didn't want to integrate his children into a racial jungle. This is what he said. I'm not making nothing up on, on him. He said it. He says so many things over the, his years of being a politician. I don't see how Barack Obama would choose him, but I also can see how Barack Obama would choose him too. Cause Barack Obama don't have the best thoughts about the black community either. See when, when Barack Obama got in, in office and a lot of people in both for him were in our, our minds originally, okay, finally a brother, a brother that get it, a brother that would understand what we need as black people, man, he'll be able to rein in the police. Cause he know how it is, but, the, but see, he wasn't the brother for it. Now, of course we can look at back at that now, but he just wasn't a brother for that. You know, we have not had a, a president yet who have really went through our experiences. The Kamala, she is not our, our history. She's not our lineage. She's not our experiences. Has Kamala, there was uh, some discrimination here and there. Sure. She has. I know she has. She's not going to talk about it, but I know she has, but Kamala didn't go through what we went through here in this country. So the congressional black caucus is talking about immigration. Well, that, that's, let's talk about this just a little further. So they said that it is imperative. They said we prioritize comprehensive immigration reform so we can address the inequities faced by black immigrants within our immigration system. That's what the CBC member said in the letter. They said we must foster our immigration system, which upholds the values of justice, fairness, inclusiveness, and compassion. And listen, let me tell you my position before I really start going in on this particular a letter with the Gresham Black Caucus. I have a lot of love for my my family here in America, from my you know backyard, my lineage. The people that know me the most is Black America. We have the same uh, culture for the most part. I'm not talking about some of the degenerates that with this this sick, wicked culture. That's not our people. I don't know what they got going on today, but we're talking about the average everyday Black man and woman. I tell you when I travel, especially when I go to the African continent, if you want to know how, how black American you are, go over there, you'll see, but it's not a bad thing because I believe that the, the diaspora is very diverse and that's good. We have a great diversity of culture, languages, um, clothing, the way we wear things, you know, food. I mean, that's a beautiful thing to me, the diversity of black people. So I'm not against that whatsoever. If you, my brother and sister that's coming over here from the African continent, the Caribbean, Latin America, 
and, and you look at us as, as, as your cousins and you trying to build with the family, I'm with you. I, I'm your brother. I am your family. I'm your cousin. The ones I too do take issue with is the ones that want to raccoon, the ones that want to get with white supremacy and undermine or feel that because you got an education and a job and you making a certain amount of money, you think that you're better all of a sudden. I always tell people this. We we had jobs way before you came. We had education way before you came. And you were, and you were definitely going to realize the hard way about that education and how much of a price tag it is in America. We've had businesses before you came. Everything you're doing, we already did that. That's why you have the ability to come over here and do that because, number one, we did it. And we fought for the ability for our cousins to come over here where they can do the same thing. And what we thought about our cousins is, look, have them come over here. Let's work together. Hey, that'd be reinforcements for us. Unfortunately, like I told you before, the State Department approves who come over here and they try not to get the riders that's in these African and Caribbean countries. They don't want them here. They want uh, the Candace Owens of the world. That's who they want. They want Sheriff Clark. They want that mindset over here. At least they and they could really vet that because coming from the African continent, you got like a big gulf here, right? With the Atlantic. Latin America, it's just land mass that you got to get across. So they can't vet everybody. Not not coming through that way, right? So continuing, U.S. Representative Yvette Clark, he says she spearheaded the initiative. They say where she and 59 of her colleagues called on the Biden administration as a streamlining green card and work permit process for Caribbean and African countries. They say protect DACA recipients who face challenges in the court system and extend protection for black migrants fleeing from adverse conditions. Now, this is why I take an issue with. I don't take an issue with um, saying that basically, hey, if you're going to let all these other people in, let black people in too. I don't take an issue with that. What I take an issue with is that you're asking for extended protection for black migrants, but you're not asking for extended protection of just black Americans. The right way to tell Biden was, hey, we need extended protection for black Americans and black immigrants. We need that because we all the same. See, that's the problem that, that some people will have with the Congressional Black Caucus is that you have no problem speaking up about what the Democrat agenda is. And the Democrat agenda is immigrants. It is not people that from the soil of America It's not that agenda at all. That's a big problem. Congressional Black Caucus. Why is it that you're not talking about the protection of black people? Congressional Black Caucus. Do you realize? Well, of course, you know, I mean, come on, you know, in your states, Black Americans lead in homelessness. Black Americans lead in mass incarceration. And that's done by design. And I don't hear you coming out, sending a letter to Biden about the mass incarceration, the homelessness of black people. I'm not hearing that whatsoever. I'm not hearing it. But when you send a letter, you're talking about protecting our cousins, but not protecting the people that the soil you come from. And my issue is not black immigrants. My issue is congressional black caucus. Congressional black caucus. Understand black is our culture. People that come across, their culture is different. They come from a different, you know, even though they're saying the Caribbean, we definitely have a shared history with slavery. I get it. But it's still a different culture. So we got this started. We fought and, and, and opened the, help open the door 
for African and Caribbean and Latin American immigrants who are black to come in. So Congressional Black Caucus, if you say, hey, we want to fight for all black people, that's no problem, but you include all black people when you're asking for something. Now let's continue. So they say the letter, they say to the president, describe immigrant communities from African and Caribbean diasporas, they say as an integral part of our society and urge Biden to heed our moral imperative to provide much needed relief to these individuals. It said many of whom have resided in the United States for years and have made significant contributions to our communities. That's another issue I take. Black people as a whole in America need relief. The biggest relief that black America in particular need is reparations and the congressional black caucus do not support reparations because you remember Clyburn said, hell no, you not getting it. That's what black Americans are told. But when it comes to our cousins from overseas, they're talking about, they need much needed relief and that they have made significant contributions to our communities. Black Americans have made innovated America built America. That was one of the greatest contributions to America. Notice the CBC is making a difference with black Americans and black immigrants. Y'all talk about these diaspora wars. Look at who's actually spearheading it. It's the congressional black caucus that's creating that. Of course, black people are going to say, Hey, wait a minute. Why are you prioritizing them? And you're not prioritizing us. Why are you not saying nothing about us? Like, oh, so we, we got it all together. We don't have no homeless problem in America. Black, all black Americans got a place to stay. Mass incarceration and went away now that you can't focus on that. Black folks got a meal every night. What about our education? Education's in the toilet in many states. We just did a podcast by Louisiana, ranked number 48 out of 50. The Congressional Black Caucus should be raising hell about education in Louisiana. And many other states that rank low, especially where our people is at. You're supposed to be fighting for wherever black people live. That's what you're supposed to be fighting. You supposed to, you don't supposed to be talking about no inclusion, inclusiveness, nothing else. Only inclusion you need to be talking about is including black people. That's it. The only diversity you need to be talking about is the diversity of the black community, the African community, the Caribbean community. That diversity is what you need to be focused on. Not everybody else. How you have a name called Congressional Black Caucus and you don't fight for black people. But let's continue. I said black congressional members said they are disheartened that the U.S. immigration system tends to be biased toward black migrants and expect Biden to take action to promote fairness and equity. Congressional Black Caucus. It's not just biasness toward black migrants. The whole system is biased toward black people. And because they had shared the same skin and the same features as me, a lot of them, they're going to be treated the same way. They don't make a difference. And see, unfortunately, some of our uh, cousins that come over had to find that out the hard way. Case in point, they play a video. And I love this video. It's one of my favorite videos uh, that ever came out. It was an interview on, um, on Univision and there was a uh, Afro Latina doing an interview with, with a Klansman. I want you to, uh, maybe you've seen this before, but, but watch, watch this short clip. Why don't you go back? 
If you love your country, why are you coming over here chasing dogs? If you I go back all the time. I hear all y'all people say, scream, we do the jobs nobody wants to do. We have nothing here in America. Y'all keep flooding it. But like God said, Yahweh himself says, we will chase you out of here, and it's going to be a thorn. Are you going to chase me out of here? No, we're going to burn you out. Are like you going to burn me out? How are you going to do it? How are you going to do with 11 million immigrants? Don't matter. Hey, we Why killed six million Jews the last time. How are you? You're, you're, you're telling nothing. me that you're going to burn me. <laughs> yeah. No. You're sitting on my property now. Yes, it is your property. Yeah. And I do understand that I'm probably the first black person immigrant here in your property. Well, first off, you said you keep it. Or whatever. To me, you're That's it. Watch your mouth. That's it to me. <laughs> I, find no, that, I, I find that offensive. And I don't, I don't think you need to go that Because my skin color doesn't define me. <laughs> The part when he called her the N-word, if you looked at, if you go back and watch how her face was and the moment he called her that, her, it's like her face went into despair. It's like she never been had like upfront white supremacy with her like us. We flinch at something like that. Like, we battle tested for that, right? He he don't really make us flinch or whatever. But at the end of the day, when even some of our cousins think they're different or some of them come in thinking they're better, when it comes to that white supremacist right there and they mind, to them, you're N-word, and that's it. That's just what, and that's that's the people that's gonna tell you uh, how it is. Because understand, when you come to Babylon, because that's what you're coming to, this is their playground. The only time that you get actually equality is when you get in outside of here in a black nation. Now, outside, the only issue with having black nations is a class issue or just regular human involvement or whatever, but not an issue like this that you see in this system. So it's not bias it's white supremacy It's racism, but the congressional black caucus is nothing but a black wing of the Democrat party who will not take a stand for black people because they will not come out and fight for reparations. I want y'all to notice something. Now Corey Bush come out talking about reparations. She didn't spearhead reparations. It's the grassroots that got that conversation going and keeping that conversation going to the point that it is a global conversation now. Reparations are being spoken about all over the world, all in the African continent is being spoken about now. In the Caribbean, it's being spoken about. They, they looking at who harmed them and saying, hey, France owe reparations, Belgium owe reparations. The, the, the UK owe reparations. They're talking now about countries that owe them reparations and they should get their reparations. And I support them fighting for reparations. Germany owes reparations. Shout out to my brothers and sisters in Namibia because of the, the genocide that they did to Namibians. That's never really talked about. And I got to go to Namibia and go and go get deep into that history of what these white supremacists done to our cousins in Namibia. So they fighting for their reparations right now. Germany tried to offer them some low ball number that was like ridiculous, was like insulting. They're like, nah, we don't want that mess. And bravo to y'all for rejecting it because y'all ancestors were worth way more than a couple of billion that they were offering you, right? But the Congressional Black Caucus, Instead of talking about what the real problem is, white supremacy, instead of you being a congressional black caucus saying, hey, and we know this 
uh, uh, President Biden, that you put Haitians on a plane, sent them back. But I have never seen you so quickly send back anyone from Latin America back to their home country. I've never seen you do it. Never. So why is it you sent them back, the Haitians, but you didn't send back those others? See, that's what you're supposed to put in that letter. See, and, and the thing is, the Democrat Party don't want a real brother or sister that's talking like that. They want them to be just like the Congressional Black Caucus. Collect your check and, and be black faces representing the left wing of white supremacy. But let's continue. So they said that in a previous piece that was done in the GRIO, they said that the U.S. immigration system has been historically inequitable and currently grinded up lives because of brokenness. They say they added um, black migrants deserve safety, respect, and compassion. Once again, Representative Clark, that's who said that. Black people deserve safety, respect, and compassion. Black people means black Americans, black immigrants. Together, we deserve that. Do you understand why people are getting upset with y'all? Y'all are making a division with black people. Y'all doing it on a government level. You're making a difference with black immigrants and black Americans. You're doing it. You're talking about the diaspora wars. This is what, what keeps diaspora wars going. Because clearly all you had to say is black people deserve safety, respect, and compassion. And black immigrants should be treated the same way like y'all treating everybody else. That's it, it, It's just that simple. And I'm not blaming black immigrants for any of this. I'm blaming the Congressional Black Caucus for this. So let's continue. So they say in a statement obtained, they say by the GRIO, it says Sergio Gonzalez, executive director of Immigration Hub, said that due to cruel policies and rhetorical tactics, they say of extremist GOP politicians, they say racist immigration policies still exist. Let's stop there. Let me tell you something. Uh, Biden himself has been very racist his whole career. Once again, Biden put Haitians back on the plane real quick. When Haitians were at the border, oh my God, look all them people at the border. Oh my, they, they were freaking out about how many black people was at the border. And they all was on code, GOP and uh, Democrats, about, hey, we got to get these black people out of here. Now, you talking about you want people to work low-skill uh, labor, there was a lot of black people right there They just wanted to work. Everybody else could come here saying they want to work, but black folks can't come here and say, hey, I want to work. Hey, I'm cool working construction. You know, hey, a Haitian person may be like, hey, I go take some of them jobs in, in Florida. I take them. Or, 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 hey, I'm cool working at McDonald's or Holiday Inn or whatever. I just want to work. I want to provide for my family. That's all I want to do. I don't want to commit no crime. I don't cause no trouble. And everybody else can say that. And it's like, oh, man, that's awesome. That's great. You know, think about it. Obama wouldn't have did DACA if the majority of the immigrants were black. I promise you that. He wouldn't have did nothing about no DACA. He would have been trying to get them out of here so fast. Because during his administration, he was tap dancing for them folks. And you know that. Black folks suffered the eight years he was in office. All black folks suffered because I covered the news coverage of it. We were suffering because of him in office. Actually, when he got out of office and everything and, and Trump got in, actually, 
the uh, suffering with the killings of black folks and the police and, 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 and the white supremacist, uh, John Q, Q public actually went down when Trump got in office. They were pissed off at us, but they can't do him nothing. So they want to attack black people by proxy. Now let's continue black immigrants, despite their strong ties to our communities and contributions to the economy, continue to face great uncertainty about their future in the country. That's what, um, Mr. Gonzalez said, now I will say black people as a whole have that same mindset, but I'm not coming at Mr. Gonzalez about anything because he's not the CBC. Let's say in their letter to the white house, congressional leaders said diversity will always be our country's strength and say our willingness to accept newcomers into our nation is a key component of global influence and soft power. Once again, who cares about all of that? What you're talking about? You have literally caused an issue and a problem. And one thing that is great about us in this space is that we can look at things and call you out for what you're doing. See, Joy Reid is not going to call out the CBC for this. She's not. Boulay Martin, you know he's not going to do it. He's not going to say, look at what you're fueling. You're constantly fueling a division. See, the Democrat Party, which runs them, understand? Let's put our picture back up. So the Democrat party, we, we liken the Calvin candy and all these Democrat shields. We liken the Steven. That's the way it works. That's the relationship. That letter to, to Biden and all that is still within the scope of what the Democrats promote mass immigration. Don't do nothing for black people. Those two things are right there. And a few blacks that you let come over here through immigration. Well, we'll, we'll make them the special blacks. And we're going to give them preferential treatment over the people who have built the country, fought in this country, died in this country. And then it starts issues with the brothers and sisters from the diaspora because then some of them get arrogant and then they start wagging their finger at black America. Well, how I came over here and I got a, a, a degree and I got this and I got that within five years. You've been here 50 years. You don't have anything like, um, Slow your roll, okay? Because first and foremost, when you came here, you got assistance that black Americans are not getting. Number two, we have been getting degrees and, and we have been getting degrees, jobs, opening up businesses, etc. Research our history. A lot of our businesses was destroyed. We've had millions of acres of land, millions of acres, right after slavery, millions of acres of land. And all our land was taken away from us. If black folks could have kept all their land, if black folks have just been left alone to innovate in this country, America would be a thousand times more ahead than what it is now. Right now, China is right there on the heels of America. That wouldn't even happen if these white supremacists wasn't so evil and destroy all the innovation that came through the black man and woman. They're missing $5 trillion out of the economy every year because of they racist policies with, with the financial, they lose money. They don't have universal health care because the majority of the white supremacists, they don't want black people to have it. You understand? They would rather die than see black people get universal health care. That's how serious it is for them. Very, very serious, not smart, but they're very serious about that. So when is the Congressional Black Caucus going to write Biden about the conditions of black America? When is, when are they going to do that? 
Now, I know I wouldn't tell you to hold your breath. I wouldn't tell you to just sit and wait for that because I don't expect that to happen with this group of people. They all bought and paid for. They all compromised. Point. Tell me what politician that's in a CBC that's just so thorough that's like, man, yeah, we need to, we need to make sure to support that brother, support that sister, because I can't think of one. Like I said, when Clyburn said, hell no, you're not getting it, that right there in itself, and he's a top-ranking Democrat for the party. For Clyburn to come out and say that, and he said it with vitriol. He said it with attitude. People ask about reparations. What do you say? Why y'all effing with me? This, I mean, if Clyburn responded that way to you, what you think them folks thinking in the Democrat Party? When you talking about reparations, you talking about things that you need. He only taking his cues from them. They're not going to respond to you like Clyburn. Well, Clyburn's going to be open and honest with you about that. But them folks feel exactly like that. They do not want you to have reparations. They do not want you to be protected. This is why they made sure to sabotage the George Floyd bill. They made sure to sabotage it. The Republicans did not sabotage it. The Democrats themselves sabotaged that. They did. All of a sudden, like once again, I go back to what I said last night. They get the majority of the, of the House, majority of the Senate, no reason for, for anyone to stop them from passing any bill they want to pass at that time period. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema is all, all of a sudden a problem. A problem of progress. And notice they only had was a problem with black people's bills for the most part. They had little bills here and there, but not the significance like it was for black people. And those you don't hear their names called much anymore in the news, Joe Manchin, Kristen Sinema, you don't hear nothing. I believe that that was orchestrated to undermine and sabotage black people's protection from the race soldiers because the Democrat party supports the race soldiers. Remember Biden during his state of union address, he said he wasn't defunding the police. He said, I'm going to fund them, fund them, fund them. And let you know their position on the race soldiers. But I told you, they got to depend on the race soldiers and the military to obtain white supremacy. They got to do that because if they don't, they're going to lose control of it because it's a fake and false system. But the Congressional Black Caucus is a, don't care about black people. They only care about what their masters tell them to do. That's it. And immigration is, is, is an issue. Now, this alone should have Biden in trouble about how he treated the Haitians, how he clearly made a difference with black folks versus everybody else that come from Latin America. He, he made that difference. He had that plane gassed up, ready to go so quick by the Haitians. Shoo. And he talking about processing, processing what I process you on that plane and get your behind back to Haiti. That's what I'm a process. That's why I told y'all, man, this, this Democrat party, Biden administration, all that. They're not for black people, man. They're not for black people at all. Y'all got to wake, wake up to that. I know some of you have a hard time waking up to that reality, but it is a reality. Biden and them do not care about black people like that. They don't. And they show it every single day. So I would say this to the congressional black caucus. If it was up to me, every last one of y'all be gone. If it was up to me. But unfortunately, black America is hard headed. They stiff neck. They don't listen. 
They'll listen and say, okay, at least take your vote and get them out of there and replace them with somebody grassroots from your local community. Why don't you send one of them to be a, a, a Senator or a congressperson when you have those majority black districts? It's a no brainer. You should do it, but y'all keep voting for the same people for 20 years. How you keep the same person in office 20 and 30 years. They're not progressing like that. And, they, and they're thinking they're not progressing. The same guy, the same lady, the same people. Come on now. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, let me know what y'all think about the CBC here. I, I just want to know is that they're prioritizing our cousins over the majority of people they should be representing. They should be representing the majority. They're not addressing anything. Like as I said before, with homelessness They're not addressing the mortality rate in, in hospitals for black women. They're not addressing the race soldiers. They're not addressing racism itself. Except throwing out they, they little buzzwords, equity and discrimination. And uh, it, they won't call it white supremacy and, and, and operate in that realm. Let me, it, it just, it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Every other group of people got a caucus that fight for their community. But we the only one that got a caucus that's all lives matter.